the US House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, set to become the highest-ranking American official to visit Taiwan in more than 25 years. China, which claims the self-governing island as its own territory, is repeatedly warned of retaliation if the visit does go ahead, saying its military will never sit idly by. Well, let's bring in our Washington correspondent, Simon Marks, for more on this. Simon, uh, that visit absolutely going ahead. Do you say she's about to land? Absolutely. It looks like she might have just landed, Chris. There's a bit of confusion about all of this because uh, there's been so much interest in Nancy Pelosi's uh, flight to Taiwan that uh, the public has been crashing uh, the website where you can monitor flight movements. At one point, more than 26,000 people around the world were tracking that plane, uh, but reports from Taiwan certainly indicated it was on its final approach to the airport a few minutes ago, and there are uh, several reports that suggest the plane has now landed. When Nancy Pelosi gets off it, and her feet touch uh, the ground in Taiwan, she will become the highest-ranking U.S. government official to visit the island since 1997. You've got to go back to Newt Gingrich, the former Speaker of the House of Representatives, uh, to find uh, someone uh, of her rank uh, who last visited Taiwan. Remember that Nancy Pelosi uh, is second in line for the U.S. presidency after Vice President Kamala Harris. And that is one of many reasons why the Chinese are so angry about this visit. The Japanese broadcaster NHK reported that in the uh, final hour or so of its flight, uh, eight F-15 American fighter jets uh, took off from uh, an airbase in Okinawa to provide protection to Nancy Pelosi's plane as it headed uh, towards Taiwan. Such are the anxieties over uh, the possible Chinese. Chinese response to this because there's been talk of course in the last few days about everything from uh, possible missile strikes to China uh, launching uh, fresh uh, sorties that pierce the Taiwan uh, air defense zone. Uh, Xi Jinping himself, the president of China, telling President Biden last week that he was playing with fire uh, by allowing this visit to go ahead. The US of course insists there's nothing new in any of this and certainly a substantial number of Senior U.S. officials have visited Taiwan uh, in the last few months. They say nothing has changed. America still adheres to a one-China policy, recognizing diplomatically only the government in Beijing, not the government in Taipei, and that the United States officially does not support Taiwanese independence. But nonetheless, uh, this is a very pugnacious move by the Speaker of the House of Representatives. We know that it's being done despite uh, the advice that she was given by the Pentagon, uh, unnamed Defence Department officials, President Biden himself disclosed, uh, took the view that this visit was unhelpful. And certainly she is being excoriated today uh, by America's leading foreign policy uh, editorial writer in the United States, Tom Friedman, in the New York Times, uh, describes Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan as utterly reckless, dangerous and impulsive, and he goes so far as to suggest that she is running the risk of sparking World War III. He also says uh, that what she is doing uh, is creating risk for the Biden administration in that the president wants to continue focusing uh, on the war in Ukraine and the unfinished business there, and the last thing that he needs right now is any kind of potentially uh, military-tipped conflict 
confrontation uh, with Beijing. And indeed, uh, Tom Friedman criticises President Biden for not picking up the phone personally and telling Nancy Pelosi, who of course is one of his fellow Democrats, not to travel to Taiwan. Instead, he appears to have left it to lower level emissaries from the White House to convey the message that this might not be the time to make this visit. She has not listened to that. She is an outspoken critic uh, of Beijing and the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, At one point in 1991, uh, she, along with two former members of the House of Representatives, unfurled a pro-democracy banner in Tiananmen Square two years after the Tiananmen Square massacre uh, in China. So she's got form in this regard. uh, But this visit now, indeed, appears to be underway. She'll be spending the night there and we're told we'll uh, meet with uh, Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen tomorrow, Wednesday, Taiwan time. And America now will have to brace for whatever kind of response, diplomatic or otherwise, follows from the government in Beijing. Now, elsewhere today, Simon, uh, we've been covering the uh, drone attack uh, on Sunday that killed the leader of Al-Qaeda. I'm just seeing uh, pictures now that uh, the White House have released of President Biden meeting with the national security team to discuss that counter-operation, counter-terrorism operation to take out Al-Zawahiri. And um, there was a a model of the safe house, I'm told, um, actually inside uh, inside the briefing room. Yeah, we don't know when that picture was taken. President Biden said last night that he was told that U.S. intelligence had tracked Ayman al-Zawahiri to the Afghan capital, Kabul, a week ago. So if, if we put that at last Monday, uh, the strike was then carried out on Saturday at 6.18 in the morning Kabul time as Ayman al-Zawahiri was reportedly uh, on the balcony of the house where he and some of his family members were holed up. Uh, he He was killed uh, by two uh, missiles that were fired by a drone. Uh, The United States insists that there were no civilian casualties and that no one else was killed or injured in the attack. A family member who was said to be nearby was reportedly unharmed. Uh, President Biden announced all of this to the public last night. My fellow Americans, on Saturday, at my direction, The United States successfully concluded an airstrike in Kabul, Afghanistan that killed the Emir of Al-Qaeda, Iman al-Zawiri. Big moment, that, for President Biden in prime time on American television, allowing him uh, not just to claim credit for having authorised the opposition, uh, the operation uh, to remove uh, the man who inherited the leadership of, of uh, al-Qaeda following the uh, killing of Osama bin Laden in Pakistan in 2011, uh, but also uh, to put firmly behind him the fact that when Barack Obama was told US intelligence had found Osama bin Laden, the only voice around the table in the situation room telling President Obama that he didn't think it was a good idea uh, to go after Osama bin Laden militarily was one Vice President Joe Biden. No diffidence on this occasion. Uh, The United States getting their man, someone that they had been trying to uh, bring to justice ever since the attacks on America of September the 11th, 2001. Ayman al-Zawahiri, believed to be one of the main architects of of those attacks and several other assaults on American citizens. Here is more of what President Biden had to say last night. Justice has been delivered, and this terrorist leader is no more. 
People around the world no longer needed to fear the vicious and determined killer. The United States continues to demonstrate our resolve and our capacity to defend the American people against those who seek to do us harm. You know, we, we, uh, we, we make it clear again tonight that no matter how long it takes, no matter where you hide, if you are a threat to our people, the United States will find you and take you out. Now, that reference to resolve and capacity is important because what President Biden essentially was saying last night is that last year, following the botched U.S. military withdrawal from Afghanistan, uh, he was right to insist that America had over-the-horizon anti-terrorist capabilities and that you didn't need to maintain tens of thousands of troops in Afghanistan in order uh, to neutralise a terrorist threat. However, there is also no doubt whatsoever that it is embarrassing to the Biden administration that Ayman al-Zawahiri was even in the Afghan capital, Kabul, given that President Biden had expressed confidence a year ago uh, that Afghanistan would not once again become a location where terrorists could gather, plot and plan future attacks on the United States. And yet there the al-Qaeda leader was right in the heart of the Afghan capital. So this is a uh, an event uh, that cuts both ways for President Biden. On the one hand, supporting his contention that over-the-horizon anti-terrorist strikes are absolutely possible and can be effective. But there are also big questions being asked here about if Ayman al-Zawahiri was in Kabul, how many other al-Qaeda figures are there and what are they up to? Mm. All right, Simon, thank you very much indeed. LBC's Washington correspondent Simon Marks uh, there with the very latest. More on those uh, stories on our website at lbc.co.uk.